Aloha, everyone. Rabbi Rachel coming to you here from the big island of Hawaii. Oh, super stoked to be here with you all. There's a lot going on in our world, a lot of big change, a lot of big shifts. I'm looking forward to sharing a little more. But before we do that, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, bring awareness to the breath. Not judging, but just notice. This breath is such a gift. This gift that you receive at every moment. Because as you receive this gift, so many others lose this gift. So cherish this breath. Bring gratitude to this breath you receive. You're here for a reason. Or you wouldn't be here. Something bigger than you that gives you this breath that reminds you of that. So whatever you have going on, no matter how much chaos is surrounding and change and everything, this breath. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech haolam, shehechianu v'kiyamanu v'higianu hazman hazeh. Blessed are you. Adonai, our God, the creator of the universe, who gives us this moment, this gift, this breath. Amen and Alani. Oh, I feel like I have a lot to share right now. There's just been a lot going on from middle of the night last night, having a volcano here on the big island, two years, two months, and two days from when the volcano erupted on July 2nd. It was kind of weird to the full moon eclipse that's happening tonight, to the planet parade, to just all the things going on in our world and our country. And, and me personally, I just feel like every person I come in contact with, every person I communicate with, myself included, there's just so much change. There's just so much growth right now. There's just so much dynamic shift and death and birth and life. Me personally, I um, had a really, really, really dear friend pass away this last week. Um, and I actually want to dedicate this podcast to her. It's probably the first of many things I'm going to dedicate to her. And I'm going to be really proud of myself. I can make it through without crying. But my friend, Renee Saracusa who was an amazing activist here in our community. She got arrested uh, protesting Puna Geothermal back in the day. She was the president of Malama Opuna. She was the grant writer for everyone on the island. She was one of the original board members of Ahava Aina. She helped me 
start my nonprofit. And we met every week for lunch. And she was such a guidance. And anyone who's ever driven to Pawa, you know the roundabout, the big shift and the traffic. The only reason that doesn't look like a slab of concrete and has any foliage around it or flowers or anything is because of Renee. And that's just who she was and what she did in our community. And I miss her dearly, but I had the pleasure of being a part of her passing um, and then following service. And the service touched me in a way that I don't know that a funeral ever has. Um, being that close and watching someone like that literally cross over and then watching them shift during that process. And it was just magic. It just really reminds me of God that in death there is creation and that you know she lived this life of purpose and she lived a life of action and to me when I see people who've touched my lives my life because of their actions it makes me vow that my life will be action and it reminds me why I'm here to share my voice why I'm here to speak up for change and injustice and you know Renee was the definition of tikkun olam healing our world it's the very epitome of what we're going through right now that things are really dark things are really really bleak it could be really bad all around us but inside we have the power to make change and i was working with a client last week who was talking about anger and frustration and guilt and shame and i was talking with her long and about how we have to feel those feelings we try and like resist anger and guilt and frustration and all these things but anger is actually a really good thing because anger can push us far enough to do something. If we're angry enough, that actually is going to push us to make change. Now, should that change come from the place of anger? No, absolutely not. It should come from the place of healing and love. But if you're angry enough about, you know, kids in cages at the borders like I am, or you're angry enough about police brutality like I am, that anger is going to drive you to actually do something, to use your voice, to be the change. You know, I just can't help but shy away not shy away from what's going on in our world i feel like as a rabbi i'm very very blessed to have a pulpit and i said this last week that i've been taught that politics and the pulpit don't mix but to me i feel like if i don't use my voice for those who can't use their voices at every single moment then it's a waste of that very breath and that voice that i'm being given we are in the time where we are writing history and we have to be mindful of how we impact others and how our actions impact others and what we're going through this collective healing right now you know we come in with a lot of generational and ancestral trauma you'll hear me talk about all the time everybody seems to forget that there were no white people in the bible like let that sink in there was no white people in the bible jesus was a black man who was murdered by keepers of the law so if we just want to get real with ourselves we're still there that's generational and ancestral trauma that's still playing out. When I read the Bible, I read a dysfunctional family societal dynamic and all the change and stuff that we inherited that we have to undo, that we have to redo. I mean, you can look at our poor people or our homeless people, how we treat them and who we elect as our officials, and you can clearly see that we are living in Sodom and Gomorrah. Babylon, Rome, one of these empires that was truly based in evil and fell. We're coming up on the 4th of July, and personally, I have no part in the 4th of July. I can't bring myself to celebrate a holiday that was built on the backs of other people's misfortune. 
I think we forget that the independence we claim came at the price of taking Native Americans out of their land, forcing them into horrible situations, and then taking African people and bringing them over as slaves and treating them horribly. And to not acknowledge that this racism is so prevalent in our system and is the very foundation on which we are built is just turning a blind eye, and that is not justice. That is an injustice to ourselves and to others. When one of us is hurting, we all are hurting. That's why the collective is hurting so bad right now is because so many people are in so much pain. So we have to really look at this. We have to be really honest with ourselves and and have difficult conversations with ourselves and with other people and and truly look more into how we've contributed to this problem and how we can change <laughs> this problem. Do I have the answer? No. Do I know what we need to do? No. Do I know that we need to change the system and infiltrate the very system to change it? Yeah. Do I know that we need to get involved politically and affect, elect new leaders? Yeah. Do I know that I watch videos of police attacking protesters and look at the logos for our government and hear about the rights that are being taken away and feel something in my body that I can't describe? Ancestrally, generationally, my DNA, my cells go oh no, this is history repeating itself. Like, we're living in Nazi Germany. There's kids in cages at our border. People sleeping on the floor with no food, no water, no shelter in our country. These are camps of cages with children in them. As a Jew, as a rabbi, I can't sit here idly silent. I have to encourage every single person who's listening to this right now to share their voice to not be afraid, to protest, to sign petitions, to get involved politically, to vote, to be the change. I know that there's magic all around us. I know that God is still with us. I know that our ancestors left us a mess, <laughs> but I know that they got through it, so we will too. I know that we've been given the signposts for how we're supposed to do this. The spiritual realm to me is so much bigger than this small earthly realm. And I feel like for me personally, the more the world shifts into chaos, the more calm I find within me, and the more I find myself kind of just floating above all of it, looking down and feeling like it's all so insane. And that if everybody could really see what a blimp in time this was, how short in reality it really is when we think about earthly time and spiritual time, we would know that we are in the middle of history. The Holocaust, the civil rights movement, I mean, even going all the way back to the exodus from Egypt. This is that time. We chose to be here at this time. For whatever reason, we're the ones we've been waiting for. And the time is now. Our prophets, <laughs> our leaders, our people, they've been taken from us over and over and over and over again. I think about the story of Jesus. I think about the story of Abraham, Moses, the Buddha reaching enlightenment, what they teach in the Tao, the Qing, even the, the, da, the Hindu gods like Kali and Durgama, 
I, I just see that all of this makes sense, but we really just have to stay strong and grounded right now and truly use our voice and our breath and wake up, question everything, don't believe everything, put down our phones, start making action, and really speak up for those who are still oppressed. The Torah teaches, Sedek, Sedek, Tir Dov, justice, justice, you shall pursue. There is no justice in our country right now. There's no justice in our judicial system. Our police force is corrupt. I'm sorry. Do I believe in defunding the police? Absolutely. Do I realize that sounds like a radical statement? Absolutely. Do I realize that when people understand what it means to truly defund the police and take that money and put it towards education and healthcare and having people like social workers and faith leaders like myself respond in times of crisis as opposed to police who are overworked, overburdened, and clearly just aren't capable of handling things like domestic violence or homelessness? Let's let's look at this. We all want to sit there and blame and go, it's their fault, it's their fault, it's their fault. But the reality is all of us have given our power away from our health care rights to our individual rights to our phones. It's just a lot. We've given a lot of ourselves away. We've chosen to give our power away. And the more we stand up and choose to take it back, the more I see think we're going to see the earth shift. I want to share a story um, real quick about my experience this week. I um, was went Monday morning to bless my friend Renee's property. She has a beautiful 30-acre tangerine farm in Pahoa. It was actually <laughs> the land that was going to be taken by the lava one of the first times when it was headed towards a transfer station, but it stopped right at the edge of her property. But Monday morning, they were clearing a space for the first time in the entire time I've known her. She's never really cleared land. Um, that would be her burial ground. That would be where she would live. And when I showed up to do the blessing, there was this beautiful white horse just standing in the middle of the driveway. Right where we were about to clear the land. Her daughter was there. The guy with the D9 was there. There were all these people standing there. And there was just this white horse docile and nice as could be let us pet it for hours was gentle i've never experienced such a majestic animal like that it legit looked like a unicorn i mean i'm i'm pretty sure it was a unicorn it was not a white horse it was a unicorn but that horse that unicorn <laughs> stood there as i did the blessing for the land for where renee would go and then as soon as i said amen all women that horse looked me in the eyes, that unicorn did, turned and walked off. And Renee passed away a few hours later. So I feel like the divine really still communicates with us when we get on the level to see the signs and to look through and see through the muck and the guck and the illusion that is that we are powerless. I feel like it's my job and my duty as a person to wake every single person up to the power they have within them. From the power to make change, from the power to heal, from the power to love. We are that power. So my intention this week was to know that I am change. I am changing. I am growing. Death, life, rebirth, it's all a part of it. It's all change. 
And the only thing constant in life is change. <laughs> and we try to resist it and it creates anxiety and frustration and depression and all these things. That's why I surrender to the change. That's why we got to go with the flow. It's a constant reminder we are getting. So I have a little something I'm going to share. Um, I had the pleasure of speaking this last Sunday at the Center for Spiritual Living. I might find a way to post the video on social media. I was trying to, but haven't had any luck, but maybe I will. So if this is a repeat and I do end up posting it, sorry. But if not, that's okay. So here's a little rappy rhyme-a-do for you. I am love. I am light. Everything is all right. When I sit out at night under the moonlight, see the stars shining so bright, I know we need spirit, not will or might. I can choose to be happy. I don't need to be right. I ignite my passion and I choose to fight to be the rainbow that strives to shine bright. What we're going through now, we're shifting a gear, being called to choose love and let go of fear. To our new earth, we are so near. We don't even realize that the time is here. I choose to see it so shiny and clear that we're being called to wake up and leave fear in the rear. Please know you are worthy. You chose to be here, my dear. For these great times we are in, this choice was not mere. Into the future, together we steer. We can leave behind trauma, fear, and abuse without being ashamed, without being a recluse. We can choose to be the change, start things anew. To make a big difference, that's what we're here to do. The way things have been going don't seem to have worked. We're going insane. This stuff is berserk. If we look back at history, we know this is work. And behind this experience, big change does lurk. And to look back on our lives, that is the perk. When we do what is Pono and choose to see through the murk. We're allowed to feel anger and jealousy, resentment and rage. They are what show us where to turn the page. We are playing a role. The world is a stage. But we can't ignore those who are locked in a cage. At our very own borders right here and right now, how is it we can choose to allow the disconnection that's happening right here and right now? We are all animals, but we're humans, not cows. I look at our world and I raise my brow. How are we still here, still distracted by the Tao? Instead of making noise, figuring out the how, so we can finally break this cycle and finally be pow. We read about it in the Torah, the Bible, the Tao, about when the curtain does close and we take our final bow. To leave a better world behind, this is my vow, and I call everyone to do the same right here and right now. The time is now. You're being called to wake up. I don't care if you're asleep. I don't care if you're stuck. You're too important to not see through the muck. You chose to be here. I don't believe in luck. I know it seems like too much to just take the system and buck, but it's been done before, and there's the leftover guck. It's beyond overwhelming, makes me just want to stop and scream, because our system right now really does suck. I choose to see love, away my fears I tuck, and choose to be different, step back and go yuck. I can choose to perpetuate, I can choose to stay stuck, or I can choose to be the change and shake it off like the duck. Do I have the answers? No, I wish. But I know Jesus fed everyone with only two fish. I know that when we are present, quiet and still, God communicates with you at your own will. But we're so lost in our devices, paying our bills. Those in charge seem to have forgotten, thou shall not kill. We're overdosing on the toxic, poison and pills. We're all too distracted by getting our fill. I connect to my angels, my late Papa Gill. I return to the sacred, frankincense, myrrh, and dill. I encourage us all to climb over the hill and once and for all put this stuff in the mill. 
I know that we are one and we will find a way, but I don't know how and I don't know what to say. I just open my heart, share my voice, come what may, because I truly know I share what God needs to say. Where we've become disconnected from our hearts, we do stray. We must return to the sacred, let there dawn a new day. For our ancestors' debts, we still do pay. So let's make a better future for what is come what may. There's no black and white. It's all shades of gray. More accurately, a rainbow. So for this I do pray. That we can all do our best to keep evil at bay. That we can all stay grounded, even though things are cray. And be aware of what's happening. Our moral fibers do fray. Bring awareness to ego and just be like, oh, what up? Hey. <laughs> at least we get another beautiful day. Here we are in Hawaii, nay. I visualize our planet being wrapped in a lay, oneness and love for what is come what may. I know we got this. Shaloha. Namaste. Hmm. The podcast could use any support that you feel called to share. Know that anything you give you receive and it multiplies and comes back to you in so many ways. www.ahava, A-H-A-V-A, A-I-N-A, dot com, or dot O-R-G, or rabbirachelshort.com. There's a button there to donate. Please do so. We need that now more than ever. And that is energy. And that energy is needed if we want to keep this change alive. We want to keep these things going and you want to support the podcast. So thank you in advance for your donation. And I know that you're going to receive something way better in return. I hope everybody finds a way to grow, to accept change wherever you are, no matter what you're doing. We've got this full moon eclipse that's going to be epic. It's got a lot of emotions coming up, got a lot of water going through. All the planets are lining up tomorrow. We've got Independence Day and with all the Black Lives Matter stuff going on, it's, it's divine timing, beyond biblical. So thank you all for being here with me, and I look forward to being with you next time. Shaloha.